0: Hello and welcome to the Sock Valley Spotlight Podcast, where we shine a light on the people and places of the beautiful Sock Valley. In each episode, we highlight the hidden gems and untold stories of local businesses, community leaders, and the people that call the Sock Valley home. I'm your host, Drew Williams, and today I'm joined by Nick Pepper, who owns 724 Fitness on the Rock in Rock Falls. Nick, thank you so much for coming to the show. Thanks for having me, Drew. Yeah, I'm so glad that we got to sit down together. So uh, just give us a snapshot. Start. Uh, introduce yourself. Who are you? Who do you love? Give us a, a quick look. Sure.
1: Yeah. My name is Nick Pepper. I am uh, born and raised in Sterling, Illinois. Um, I own the gym in right across the river in Rock Falls, 724 Fitness on the Rock. Um, owned it for just over three years now. Um, and then I was before it was uh, 724 fitness, it was an anytime fitness. And I was a trainer there for about eight years. Um, so I have a lot, obviously, obviously I have a lot of background in the the fitness industry with that situation. But, uh, um, I know you mentioned, you know, who do I love and everything like that. Right. But, uh, obviously number one is God. <laughs> um, but, uh, um, obviously, you know, uh, part of what I do is just, um, really love on people to mm. be honest, mm. uh, at the gym. So, but I, you know, family, you know, I, I love family and family is very important to me. Um, with my wife and my, you know, obviously immediate family and relatives and everything like that. Is, but, uh, you know, at the gym, we've, you know, been able to create a gym family as mm. well. Mm. Yeah. So, um, and I, I really love that, you know, culture, that atmosphere that we've been able to build with
0: that. So. For sure. For sure. Yeah. So you, you mentioned you are born and raised here. And so tell me a little bit of the story of Nick Pepper. How, what is the journey kind of from being in this area? Did you go away for a while? Did you come on back? How did that all happen? Sure. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: So um graduated from Sterling High School back in 2002 and then uh, um, very into sports uh, my whole life. Um, mm. So actually I uh, went to the University of Wisconsin-Platteville to play baseball, um, but also got a degree in business administration and marketing while I was there. Um, after uh, college, I didn't want to stop playing baseball, so I actually got the opportunity to go train down in Florida in Fort Lauderdale to uh, at a training camp basically down there, and uh, that was kind of... Uh, I graduated in December. Went down there in the uh, January time, and that's a really good time to move from was. Wisconsin to Florida. <laughs> it was in January, yes, yeah. yes. Uh, for sure. Uh, a little different weather-wise, yeah. a little, yeah. uh, a little more ideal for baseball. We'll say that at that time of the year, but sure. uh, yeah. So we uh, was down there, basically staying out of a hotel in Fort Lauderdale for a few months. Um, went and got uh, took a tryout for an independent league. Uh, for baseball and uh, actually it was out of that they do it's kind of like a two-day thing so they um, have you kind of just show your skills and stuff like that the first day and then they you play in a game the next day uh, they actually drafted me like the Kalamazoo Kings out of Kalamazoo Michigan they drafted me like seventh overall out of that draft oh nice Um, and then so I was a when I so I went into college as like a shortstop and I was kind of a utility guy. And then I got hurt in college and I ended up mm. being a pitcher. So my junior year of college, I started pitching for the first time, pretty much. For the first time. <laughs> for the time. first time. Right? Wow. <laughs> but I was a, uh, like a sidearm slash submarine type pitcher. Sure. Um, so. They
0: bring you in to throw people off. Yeah,
1: totally. <laughs> exactly. Right. So it's more of like a specialty guy sure. kind of thing. So, but uh, uh, at Kalamazoo, I went through their spring training Um, and they actually already had like a veteran sidearm, uh, pitcher. So they, uh, even though like I did really well during spring training, they actually released me. Mm. So I drove home from Kalamazoo. And then the very next day I got a call from another team in that same league in Traverse city, Michigan, the Traverse city beach bums is what it was called. So next day I went all the way up there and, uh, there was, I pretty much had one day of the spring training with them and then I was on the team. Got it. Um, so then I actually ended up playing uh, about uh, three years with them. Was uh, this was this a, a AAA? So it's independent. So okay, gotcha. Yep. So it's not affiliated with like the Cubs or sure. anything like that. But it's still you know we, we played ninety six games in one hundred and three days and got paid to do it. So wow. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. No, so, that's awesome. that's I always kind of joke it's the best summer job I've ever had. So yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that's, uh, yeah. So it was. Uh, a blast got to basically we traveled all over the midwest you know playing different teams in front of like we our home field was beautiful like i don't know if you've ever been up to traverse city but it's a beautiful area up there but uh, our field was immaculate um and they they did a great job of you know taking care of us players there as well um that's so uh, good yeah yeah we had a lot of fun uh doing that um but, uh, and then after that, um, I hung it up after three years, um, um, uh, actually, uh, in between, um, years, I actually got to go in between my first and second year. Um, I actually got invited to go play in Australia. So I got to play baseball in Australia, um, in between my second and third year, of pro ball I was living in Madison Wisconsin mm. um and actually I was an assistant coach at Edgewood College up there for baseball okay um so then after my third year um I had uh proposed to my wife uh in between uh second and third year there um so then uh we ended up moving to Potosi Wisconsin because we were both working ended up working out of Dubuque Iowa mm. um and uh so we ended up getting married in 2010 right after i got married um the job that i was at at a mc sports which is a a sports store in dubuque um i got promoted to assistant manager there and then they ended up giving me uh, my own store over in mason city iowa uh so we moved out there uh we were out there for a little bit more than a year um actually got uh was uh finished second place for store of the year, um, uh, for that. Wow! Um, but, uh, Amy wasn't, uh, my wife wasn't very happy about uh, just being so far away from family sure. and everything like that. So then she ended up getting a job at CGH applied and got a job at CGH. So then we moved back. Um, and I ended up, you know, selling some cell phones for a while <laughs> when I yep. get, got back. Yep. Yep. Um, and then I, um, you know, just kind of went into the anytime fitness at that point, And there was a sign on the door that said about personal trainers or something. Um, so I kind of like, uh, ever since, you know, during that, you know, playing pro ball and always into fitness and stuff, I actually, uh, worked with a, a gym that they, um, in Madison when I, in my off season, it was called the athletic Republic. Hmm. And they, uh, had like, you know, a bunch of just, different training things for sports specific type stuff. And I really kind of liked that. It kind of was in the back of my head at that right. time that, um, I really thought maybe this would be kind of something I would be interested in doing at some point kind of thing, but it just kind of just stayed in the back of my head at that point. But, uh, so then, you know, obviously back here, um, they, I ended up getting my certification to be a personal trainer, started working at, uh, anytime fitness. And this would have been, 2000 end of 2012. Okay, um, that I started doing that. So then, obviously, kind of we uh, trained, obviously, and then uh, ended up getting getting the opportunity because the uh, owner of Anytime Fitness didn't want to renew the franchise agreement uh, just over three years ago, and so it just kind of came up, you know, the opportunity possibly to start up my own gym. And then because um, you know, there's things that you know I liked about Anytime Fitness. And there's some things that I didn't like about Anytime Fitness, sure. yeah. and uh, um, so uh, you know, having you know, not having being a part of a franchise where I'm required to do you know exactly all their stuff, um, you know, there's obviously some you know cons where you know the members don't get access to all the Anytime right. yeah, yeah. and stuff like that, um, or their some of their uh, obviously national advertising. But um, I felt that you know, doing a local gym, I could basically make it my own and create a the culture
0: and atmosphere that i wanted to and um and then right because you're not you're not trying to help people make sure that they can go to a bunch of different franchise gyms when they're traveling you're trying to be here in this community exactly and right. and yeah. be here for these local people
1: yep excellent and, 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 you know, I, I i was born and raised here you know i love uh i love being here i think you know some people uh you know complain about there's nothing to do here but i I, honestly i love the like smaller towns because we have enough here that um there i think there is stuff to do um and then we're only an hour away from pretty much anything yeah so um i like that because i'd you know rather not have to deal with all the traffic and stuff like that in those big areas so uh but uh yeah and then so obviously the the you know gym with the you know, the culture that we created. And obviously um, I wanted to kind of part of the name is I wanted to have a foundation of God in my business. Mm. Uh, hence where the name came from is actually Matthew seven twenty four twenty five. 25, you know, basically building your house on a solid foundation on the rock kind of thing. It just happened to, that end really well, that we're also a 24-7 gym and we're See, on the Rock River. <laughs> I
0: didn't realize that. And that is so cool because I literally thought, I was like, oh, he's being clever with the 24-7 kind of thing and they're on the Rock River. But that's really cool insight into the behind the name. Yeah. And so for you, um, I want to kind of back up a little bit to how you transitioned from being a kind of uh, an athlete, you know, a pro athlete who... Uh, did fitness as a part of the life of being an athlete, transitioning how that transition to being a person who does fitness and helps other people grow in their fitness. Is there, is it related for you? How, how does that connect for you? Sure.
1: You know, that's uh, it's just been, I guess a passion of mine to um, you know, to be fit and to, I want to be able to, you know, play sports you know, as long as I can, as long mm. as my body allows me to do it kind of thing. Um, so, um, so that's just always been a passion for me. So I've always just been, you know, passionate about working hard, you know, in the gym as well as other areas of my life. But uh, uh, so that's um, so that's kind of where that kind of stemmed from. But then I also have kind of that passion of wanting to, you know, help others mm. as well. So putting the two together Um, you know, the things that God have blessed me with, I think, um, just kind of makes it, uh, makes it work well.
0: So, yeah. And, and then you have this added feature of in your undergrad, getting a, a business degree. Now, what, maybe what was the thing that drew you first to the idea of running your own gym? Was it the fitness aspect and working with people aspect or was it the running a business aspect that became a bigger draw?
1: Sure. Um, I would say it's, it's hard to say, um, because when it first, uh, came about, like first that opportunity, I was, I was kind of second guessing it and, um, you know, praying about it, I guess. And, uh, you know, and then it just, you know, slowly just started to grow and grow like, Hey, maybe I can make this work actually. Um, you know, and even my, uh, I don't want to throw him under the bus. He'll, He'll tell you the same thing, but my accountant was actually like, almost discouraging me from doing it yeah. <laughs> kind of thing. So, um, and I'm like, Oh, I'm going to do it kind of thing. I just, yeah. <laughs> so let's just run with it. And then, you know, six months later, COVID hits so, kind of thing. Right.
0: Too. <laughs> Cause it was right before, yeah. Oh man, everything shuts down. Yeah. yeah. And, and as a gym, you were under different, different like health and safety regulations too, than other businesses even. Yeah. Oh man.
1: Yep. Yeah. So it was, it was interesting. I, I like. I like taking charge. I like being a leader. Um, Mm. so I think the, you know, having it, my own business, um, Mm. you know, I'm not afraid to put in the time and and the work to, to make it work kind of thing. So, um, but it's, yeah, it's crazy how much like, you know, with six months in no one predict ever could predict that that was going to happen with COVID where we had to shut our doors actually for two months, you know, um, or no one could even come into the gym and then, but, Honestly, you know, I always kind of tell my staff is like, you know, challenges and obstacles, you know, you can take it one way or the other. You can either let it kill you or let it destroy you, or you can sulk about it, or you can use that as an opportunity to grow. Yeah. So, um, I think that's what we were able to do. We ended up doing things and finding things that worked in our business that, you know, we probably never would have thought of.
0: Right. Yeah. It forced, it forced creativity for a lot of people, I think. Now, you, I mean, when you started out uh, working at that gym as a trainer, and that means that you've got lots of clients. You're helping them on their personal fitness journey, but now also as a business owner, you've got trainers and staff under you. And so, not only are you still training folks yourself, but then you're also kind of training trainers right. as they take on. What what parts do you like about each of those? You know, is there one of those that you like? Yeah, actually I'm finding my passions right here or something like that.
1: Sure. Yeah. Um I've slowly like when I was first training for those first years when at Anytime Fitness I I just really loved being being the trainer, kind of being mm-hmm. the guy that people come to and you know helping people that way and I did wasn't a huge fan of like the 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 sales part and all that kind of stuff, right? So but as as we grow, especially as you get into owning your own business, you know that sometimes that mind shift changes a little bit. Um, whereas, um, I've kind of, you know, we've tried to help our staff be like, Hey, we're no longer just a a fitness center. You know, mm. we are, we're a coaching company. kind of thing, Right. Mm, so, interesting. Um, you know, because, you know, people come, come to us because they want results. Right. So if we can help coach them up, um, and, you know, just help them live longer, you know, uh, you know, it's not always about just, you know, weight loss or, you know, and everything like that, right? So it's, um, I, I honestly, my favorite part about, you know, seeing transformations is not even like the weight loss part. It's the the mental side of things, mm. right? So, um, you know, you can just see people are just smiling more. They're walking more confident, taller and everything like that. And they're having more fun, you know, and things in their
0: normal life are easier because of, those things as well, right? Because of not only not only the, the the health benefits of working out more and getting into a better routine, but I, I assume also being part of the fitness on the rock family and yep. being a part of an environment of other people who are also experiencing life change. Like it, it also affects your mood. Yeah, absolutely. you know, yep. just being surrounded by that that level of kind of like, hey, we're working towards this together. A level of kind of uh, positivity towards things. So, uh, like, how has how has that changed the way that you coach your staff now that you're not you know just managing schedules and people who are trainers but also trying to view position yourselves as as, as a coaching business sure
1: yeah um yeah it was it's interesting to you know think back when we first started because it was basically me doing all the training when we first opened up and i had um a couple trainers that would teach like one class a day kind yeah. of thing right so and now we have, there's, I have 10 trainers that work for me now. Um, and yeah, you know, obviously the more, you know, trainers you have, the more staff you have as any, uh, employer knows it's, it gets more challenging to do that. But, um, uh, um, I would say that I'm a pretty, uh, easygoing, uh, boss in that situation. But, um, one thing that I always try to do is, you know, keep the, communication open with them um, mm. and helping them really understand you know what what we're here for what mm. our purpose is and you know we have uh, monthly meetings to kind of go over that as well so that way they're you know even if they're only teaching you know one or two classes a, a week you know they're still part of a, the our team that to help people you know better
0: themselves and everything do you too. feel that so. that's that's kind of a, a natural gift that you have the the, the inclusion because i mean I'm, I'm hearing you just talk about how like you're trying to create a culture a, a family dynamic a we're in this together not only with your clients but even the way you're talking about like with your staff as well even if they only teach one class here or there you still want them to feel a part of this thing is that something that you come by naturally or is that something you've had to grow into the the culture creation
1: sure um yeah i mean i i would say i guess a lot of just a lot of experience with being part of different teams and um you know seeing you know when you know whether it's athletics or part of a business you know if there's a lot of separation in those teams, it makes it hard to grow mm-hmm. uh, and there's things that are pulling each other away from you know really having success but you know when you can actually come together and realize that, Hey, every, we're all in this together, you mm. know, right. In the same, same mission and, you know, uh, helping them know that, you know, they're important. You know, they, they mean a lot to this, this business and the, our, our mission at the gym, then I feel like that helps um, helps them buy in more mm. too. Mm. Right. Um, Cause you know, if you're just there showing up and just leading a class, you know, that's not really the, the point, you know, that's right. the hope, right? Well, so. and,
0: the, and that's that's not the business you're trying to create. Exactly. You know, right. that's not the, the the environment you're trying to create. Do you feel that that environment and, and having buy-in towards the mission, does that trickle down to the clients you have as well? The folks who, who are just patrons of, of the gym and come in and come out. Maybe they take a class here or there. Maybe they just clock in to use their equipment. How does that kind of um, taking ownership and, and owning the fact that we are Owning the fact that we are part of this bigger thing, how does that trickle down to the clients as well? Sure. I um,
1: actually—I'll I'll give you an example. I just had a meeting this morning. Um, a lady that's never been in our gym before. Actually, she said she was a part of Anytime Fitness, you know, uh, ten plus years ago. So it, was, it would have been even before I was even there. Um, and uh, she she actually caught somebody something on Facebook that somebody wrote about our gym and you know, our culture and basically everything like that. And she actually added them as a friend and started messaging them before she even came to us or anything like that. Wow. Yeah. Um, yeah. And now she's like, she said she's like friends with her and communicating with her and checked out our website that has like, uh, we have a bunch of videos of our coaches that kind of, um, a very common theme of without me even telling them what to say was the family culture that we've created. So, so she kind of started to notice that. And then she, you know, finally came in and, you know, the, uh, older client, other client that she was talking to, um, was basically just saying how, um, you know, that I, I'm very easy to get along with and with, Mm. you know, working with women. And she was worried about that as well. Um, so, but, uh, yeah, it was. Um, so that's just kind of one example of you know, it's super. You know, the stuff that we've created has kind of, I guess, I don't know, gone into our clients a little yeah. bit, and they they recognize that the word of. is
0: out. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and, and it's actually kind of, and that's cool. I think I think that's that's the sign that uh, the the culture has has seeded itself actually in, in the community because it's like it, it goes beyond. Just you trying to put that news out there, but I, I mean, I know that you're also active on social media and stuff like that. Is that kind of one of your primary ways of marketing the business and stuff? Is connecting to people just local in the Sock Valley area through that?
1: Yep, absolutely. That's that's what we've found is probably our best, uh, our best avenue is that social media platform because there's you know so many people on that platform um, that you know even people that live in our area that I've, I'm still finding mm-hmm. still don't even really know don't even know where our gym is. Kind mm-hmm. of thing. So, uh, but uh, yeah, that um, ever since we really started to push more into that social media marketing and especially on Facebook and Instagram, it's um, we've really, really grown since then as well.
0: For sure. Yeah. For sure. And so, I mean, you're definitely someone who uh, you've, you've settled down roots here in the Sock Valley area. You came from here as well, but you and your wife, you know, you're here, you're invested in the community um, you're invested in things outside of your jobs through, you know, church community and friends and things like that. Um, but you, you're a business leader who is pouring back into this area, creating jobs for this area. What, what, um, what makes you, like, what is it that made you say yes? I, I want to invest in this area. This is, this is a place worth building a business in, rather than saying actually, I think it'd be better to go to, you know, Rockford or Quad Cities or you know, anywhere else that's a slightly bigger city maybe more opportunity or more people or things like that you know what made you want to invest here
1: sure um i I would say it just kind of goes back to the you know same thing as you know what we kind of were talking about is that family kind of thing you know when when you grow up in an area that uh you know you you enjoy and you know obviously i went away for a while and then end up you know coming back um but uh you know it's i feel like it's easier to grow a family when uh you know, in that, that area that you're from just mm. because you, you know, the area and you have a lot invested in it. Mm. Kind of thing. So you, you care about the local sports teams and the local athletes and uh the, you know, different other businesses and stuff like that too, that are here that um, we even try to team up with, you know, as well, just, you know, supporting those different small businesses in, in the area. And, um, you know, I like, like i mentioned before i like that our area our area is uh not huge by any means but it's big enough yeah. uh to where uh you have um a lot of great people in this area that are yep. willing to uh help out and you know even if they're just liking a post on facebook or liking it or whatever you know that's mm-hmm. helping a small business kind of thing but um yeah i, I love um you know i feel like uh, growing up as an athlete here, that people kind of recognize my name a little bit more too, um, which probably helps um, having that, you know, personal recognition. With you know, hey, I could go here or go here where it's a locally owned right, you know, place. Yeah, you know, where things. where you
0: you have previous roots, but you're able to to go even deeper, uh, continue those kind of connections, whether it's with just the people here in the sock Valley, or or even like you were saying, other local businesses, and kind of teaming up and you know, working together. I mean, I I just recently moved here and that's one of the things that I've, I've noticed already, even as a, as a new local, like I'm, I want to become a local, right. Um, But I'm I'm new still. I have those, those fresh eyes of seeing, wow, there's, there's lots of uh, small businesses, uh, people who are local and are, are investing local that really, really just take pride in this area and really bring a lot of life to this area. And so that's really cool for me coming from, you know, from, from the outside of being like, wow, there's like, there's a lot of life and, and, a desire to continue making this place even more beautiful, even even better for the people who are, you know, living here and stuff. Um, but you've also been here long enough to where you, you've seen kind of the, you know, the ups and downs of this area. As you look around the Socket Valley now, what would you say maybe are some things that are missing or some needs? And and you could go down to the details of like, oh, you know, uh, a certain type of a store or whatever like that, But or, or even just kind of more of a, you know, ambiguous kind of philosophical need or something like that. Where are the things that, that, that there is, there is need in the Sauk Valley. Sure.
1: Um, I mean, I feel like, um, this area has a lot of people, a lot of good people that probably need, need love in their life. I would Mm. say, um, what do you mean by that? So, um, just working, like, you know, working with, the schools and stuff like that you know I was a coach at Sterling High School for uh, almost 10 years um, I'd actually worked with did like a little weightlifting program at channel middle School uh, for a, a few years as well and you know the just seeing some of the, the low income type you know kids that just, just like you know getting to know some of those kids is like their uh, lack of I feel like there's a lack of love at home kind of Mm. thing um and uh you know it's it kind of kind of hurts to see that sometimes especially as a kid you know right um but uh yeah so um i think that's uh an area where and we've seen it a few times um too where this area has really done a great job of coming together like even after covid um, there was a big campaign of Sock Valley Strong and yeah, all that yeah, kind yeah. of stuff that yeah. um, was awesome, and just showing people love and support and everything like that. And um, that's I mean honestly, that's what I hope to be with my business too. You know, having right. that um, you know, a place that they can go to that's a a release that where when they come in the door, they they know that they're cared for and you know mm. kind of things.
0: So. That's so interesting of, of even recognizing how, I mean, because COVID, I mean, it, it, it increased isolation for everyone, mm-hmm. at least for a season. But I also think that it revealed to a lot of people the isolation that's so prevalent anyways, you know, that, you know, so many of us were busy with work and stress and things like that, barely have enough time to keep up with our friends or our family, or, you know, maybe they've moved away and aren't so close anymore or things like that, that I think... It was that kind of everyone experiencing the isolation for a little bit made us realize that this is a normal reality for a lot of people all the time. And so being able to create an environment where people can come and not be isolated anymore, not be on the journey alone anymore and kind of saying, actually, you know, so I think that's cool that that's that's part of y'all's mission to not only create a space where it's saying, hey, physical fitness Overall health, this is a good thing that we should be and can be striving for, but also like the emotional health of saying, you are cared for, other people know you, other people miss you when you're not around, you know, something like that. Um, I, it's, it is a need, you know, and, it, and I can hear that, that, definitely a need in this area too. So what, what gives you, um, maybe on the positive side for the talk, what gives you hope in this area? Where do you see good in this area?
1: Sure. Um yeah, I would say just, you know, having those connections with a lot of, you know, those local people and local businesses and, you know, knowing the, the hearts of a lot of these these people that are out here to uh that really make a, a huge difference in, in people's lives. I, I love seeing that. Um, you know, um I think you know, Joe Schneiderbauer is a great example of that that you had on the podcast last time. Um, you know, he's doing So many great things, um, in this community as well. And, you know, just, I love seeing, you know, those other people that are, are striving for those, those missions to just really make a difference in people's lives.
0: Yeah. So uh, other, other small business owners who are investing back in this area, what about, what about in, in kind of the community at large, where do you see, um, like potential for you know, new growth or, you know, uh, good and hope and people think things that people can rally around
1: sure yeah um you know i i think um you know i would say like city of rock falls lately has been doing a really great job especially with their tourism stuff down at the like the riverfront area of getting more getting more events down there where people can come together and and Mm -hmm. enjoy themselves and um everything i um so i'm uh Really I think there's a lot of growth in that. And then as Sterling starts to, you know, develop their, you know, downtown and riverfront area, there's a lot of potential in that kind of thing. So bring uh, you know, what other people into this area and you know and showing them, you know, what you know, the the love that can be uh, support uh shown around and everything like that. But uh For sure um uh, yeah, I think there's a lot of uh a lot of growth potential um mm. in in this area to where um, you know we can, you know, just continue to make it uh, a better place for to call home. You know, yeah, no, it.
0: absolutely, and I, and I, you know, I, I hope that there's even more and more people who are uh, catching that vision too, and yeah. and and wanting to to do the the investment work of of being a part of that growth and stuff too. So, uh, b- before we close, Nick, can, can you just maybe share with us, um, if people you know where they can find you online, if they want to find out more, or if they want to connect with you personally where would you point people so they can find out more about you or about 724 fitness sure
1: um so you can always check out our website 724fitnessontherock.com um, there's a spot where you can actually watch some videos uh, introducing all of our different coaches as well as myself um, and there's kind of an about us and about our mission and everything like that um seeing different calendar a calendar for different classes and all that stuff uh, you can also Check us out on Facebook or Instagram at Seven Twenty Four Fitness on the Rock. Uh, but uh, um, that's actually the easiest way to get a hold of us is just messaging us on on Facebook. Um, otherwise, you can uh, message us right off the website um, or uh, give us a call
0: 815-564-9000 So, yeah, awesome. And then, are you are you running any classes right now or things like that? That you know, maybe someone who's new, if they wanted an entry point to get involved you know, maybe they could get started there.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, so one thing that we started this past summer that has gone over really well and really helping people um, not only get started, but also seeing results is uh, we started basically a kind of a six week challenge campaign kind of thing. Mm. So uh, people get in and they basically get to preview everything that we have to offer for six weeks. Oh, wow. Um, So it's a great way to figure out, hey, what does my schedule allow me to do? You know, can I attend the classes? Or maybe I, um, you know, just want to come on my own, but I really love the accountability that you give. You know, we have an app that I can actually create a plan for them to follow so they don't even have to think about, you know, what they want to do when they come in. They just got to follow the plan. Yeah, so so helpful. Um, you know, we help with nutrition guidance and everything like that, because nutrition is huge, you know, when it comes to you know, healthy lifestyle as well. So um there's all these different avenues of you know, whether it's classes or one-on-one training or small groups or you know, nutrition or the accountability coach, you know, stuff like that. It's um all these different things that um you know, depending on how in depth they want to go or little a bit, you know, that we have
0: that that option. So mm. And so, the, is that is that running at a certain time or kind of any time they can come and sign up for a six week kind of challenge? Yep. thing?
1: So we have an ad running for it right now on Facebook. So basically, they can actually just click on that ad, hit sign up, and then it, basically we can create like a meeting time so they can come in and uh, we can talk about more about their goals and what they want to achieve, and then we can um, kind of discuss you know, hey, do you want to do this six week challenge or hey, do you want to just kind of get started with something very basic kind of thing? Right? So for sure. Yep. So it, uh, works really well. Um, especially like, you know, getting our name out there that, um, you know, that we, we don't really, we don't just say it to say it. We, we really do care and want to see people get results. Mm-hmm. And that thing, right. So mm-hmm. we don't want you to just, buy a gym
0: membership and then not
1: show up, right? So, uh, yeah, Yeah. we we want you to come. So. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, and I think yeah.
0: that's apparent even just from our conversation right now. Now, this is a, a random last question that I did not tell you about beforehand, but you mentioned nutrition. So like Nick Pe- Pepper's favorite cheat meal or cheat snack, what would that be?
1: That's a good question. I, I would say um my
0: if you're being not good at all not good at all and if you were like <laughs> didn't want your other coaches to know
1: <laughs> um i would say probably uh spaghetti pizza from angelo's spaghetti pizza you heard it here
0: folks oh man that is good now are you like a you eat half the pizza by yourself kind of guy or you like pace yourself just a few slices that's a uh, funny story about
1: that actually is uh Back uh, in college, I had an internship over at the Quad City River Bandits, uh baseball team. So I was like a um, so the interns there actually one night we had off. I brought them to Sterling and I made a bet that they would not be able to eat for pieces of uh, spaghetti pizza actually Yeah, cuz it's pizza. no joke. It's not yeah. a small slice. Yeah. yeah. No, cuz that that's my record is 4. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so did so, anyone beat that record? No.
1: Yeah. I they I'm pretty sure the person that tried ended up going to the bathroom oh, later. Dear. Oh, dear. It didn't stay with them. So yep. we'll say that. But yep. uh yeah. Uh, but yeah, that was uh, kind of a, a funny funny story about that, but yep. uh, yeah.
0: Well, and yeah. then if anyone else who's listening now wants to go and try and Uh, beat that record. After you recover, you can go find Nick and say, hey, I'm ready to set up that plan now because I need to work off all that spaghetti pizza. Nick, thank you just so much for sharing your story today and just uh, helping us know a little bit more about 724 Fitness and even just what's going on here in the Sauk Valley that gives us all hope. So um, until next time, I'm your host, Drew Williams. And until next time on the Sauk Valley Spotlight, let's keep finding the beauty of this place that we call home.